Welcome to the Soul Urge Podcast, a show for women who are fed up with listening to conventional wisdom that's just not working. Instead, you're ready to listen to your own inner voice and step more deeply toward what you really want. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach Jennifer Hooper. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Urge Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I love having you on this podcasting journey that I'm on. I'm having a blast. I hope you are too. Today, I have invited Jen Benninger to join me. Jen is the CEO and co-founder of the Genius Unlocked Coaching Institute, which is where I've earned all of my coaching certifications. And it's a pretty special organization. It's the only coaching institute in the world. That's exciting. Yes. That combines NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation, and energy work like Reiki and hypnotherapy and meditation. They're the only ones that combine those three things into all of their services and offers. Jen is a master trained coach and trainer. She's one of my coaches. I also, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I consider her a mentor and a friend. <laughs> so, of course. Welcome, Jen. Of course. Thank you, Jennifer. And yes, absolutely. And I am very, very excited that you invited me here to talk to your to your listeners. Um, you are fantastic at what you do. You are an ideal client and, and a spectacular coach. Um, you work with with our clients, you work with your clients, and it is just an honor to be here today uh, to share some of the things that we talk about over at Genius Unlocked and how we can support your listeners in connecting more with their with their intuition. Yes, yes, I love that. I want to start today's episode by talking about all of the chatter, all of the chatter that goes on in our minds. <laughs> I was just talking to somebody yesterday and I said, well, what gets in your way? And she said, it's the damn voices in my head. Like, I just can't get them to stop. And I've heard you talk about this many times. And so I really would like you to, to share and explain what is going on in there, what's going on in our minds. Absolutely. I love that. And here at Genius Unlocked, we are absolutely obsessed with how the brain works. And we look at it from a conscious mind, from an unconscious mind, and from um, the integration of what is going on neurologically, physiologically, as well as emotionally and mentally. So when we do all of that, we realize that inside our minds, we have what we lovingly call our four voices. And three of these voices sometimes aren't um, very supportive, okay? So some of them that we, we call those your inner child, your inner ego, and your inner critic. And then the, um, the fourth voice is, of course, your intuition. So we're going to talk about the three voices that they come out without asking, right? Right, Jennifer, would you not <laughs> they say that? Do. Like, <laughs> you're just doing something and all of a sudden your your inner critic will come out and and start telling you that you know don't do that or you're not going to be good enough at that or or what have you or maybe your inner child and then we have your intuition your intuition actually comes out and talks to you when you're in a space to hear what your intuition wants to share with you they want your, your learnings about how amazing you are, how source sees you, 
This is how your intuition talks. Well, what we don't realize is if we're not consciously or unconsciously aware of these four voices, then we're not sure exactly who we should be listening to, right? So then we end up listening, (laughs) right? We end up listening to the bossy pants of your inner critic, your inner child, or your inner ego. So let's dive down, uh, Jennifer, just a little bit deeper on what specifically these these voices are. Okay, so we're going to start with our inner child. Okay. So our inner child is the voice that we hear when we're worried about being hurt. The inner child is, is really that it it became a part of you when you were in your impression year. So probably before you were double digit. So maybe between you were like zero, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, you started creating thoughts Um, around yourself and what that represented. And you started creating that when you were that young age. Okay. So that voice has been with you all the way since you were little. Okay. So it talks to you. Why does it stick with us out of curiosity? Why does it like, why doesn't it go away? (laughs) Okay. Great question. That's, that's, that's a fantastic question. The reason, well, let me, let me actually back up just a little bit. Um, to answer your question is these four voices, we want to love all of them. And we want to know that all of them have a very specific job. And all it is, is about listening. So the thing is, so when, when you say, you know, why does our inner child stick with us? Um, it's because it is part of us. All four of these voices, your inner child, your inner critic, your inner ego, and your intuition are all part of us. We do not want to blame, shame, get mad at them, lock them in the basement of our mind. We don't want to do any of that because they have a purpose. So let me tell you why the inner child sticks with us because its purpose is for you. Okay. The purpose is for you to understand and to realize the brilliance that you are as a person. So you're like, okay, well, what does that mean? So what that means is when you're a child, 90% of your thoughts are not your own. When you're a child, your thoughts develop around your environment. So 90% of your thoughts are not your own. So what your inner child is doing and why it stays with you and why it comes up is your inner child is telling you, what do you deserve to learn about yourself because of what happened in your environment when you were a child? So it's positive and not so, you know, energy or, or thoughts and emotions that served you at the time that don't serve you anymore. So what does that look like? So let's say your inner child, you're worried about getting hurt and you have fear or anxiety or um, feelings of hurt or betrayal. There's something, it's your inner child's job is to say, hey, Jennifer, woohoo, look at me. There's something for you to learn. So then what you'll do is you'll ask your intuition. Your intuition is the translator between how source sees you, how you are imagined to be, what we all strive to be, okay? Your definition of source, whatever that is, is perfect for you, okay? So whatever that source definition is. Your intuition is that translator that says, oh, hey, Jennifer, your inner child is giving you a warning light. It's like your gas light coming on or the battery in your fire detector, um, fire alarm that's going off. Um, or, you know, just a beeping alarm. And it says, hey, pay attention to me. There's something for you to learn. 
So your inner child has a learning for you. And how do you get that learning? You ask your intuition. Your intuition can translate what your inner child is trying to tell you. So let's say, for example, you, you have feelings of hurt or you have, you have fear of being hurt. So you ask your intuition, intuition, what is, what do I deserve to learn? The learning of which will allow my inner child to tell me what they're trying to tell me. So then your intuition will say, you know what, Jennifer, you're tenacious, you're strong, you're courageous, you're creative, you're loving, you're kind, you're compassionate, you're determined, you're spectacular, you're magical, you're powerful. Those are what your intuition and then your inner child goes, see, you're all of those things. That's what I was trying to tell you. The inner child, the inner critic and the inner ego don't know how to communicate in a positive way. They communicate in warning, warning, Will Robinson, right? Danger, Will Robinson, right? So So your inner child, so your question, I love it because you're like, well, why does it stay with us? Because it has an absolute positive purpose. We just sometimes can't hear it. That makes sense. It really does. Yeah. So now let's look at your inner critic. Okay. Now our inner critic, oh, that's the one that ran around in my brain. <laughs> 90% of the time I was an yeah, inner same. critic. My inner child was good. My inner ego was okay. Like they popped up every once in a while, but man, my inner critic was all over the place. So your inner critic wants to keep you where you're at because it knows what to do. So your inner critic is really what's going to pop up when you're trying to grow, when you're trying to do new things, when you're trying to you know, uh, expand your neurology on the science side of it. Your inner critic is like, whoa, stop, cease, desist. I don't know what that's going to look like. I know what this looks like. I'm very comfortable here. So when you say that it knows what to do, it means it it's comfortable. It knows what to do right now and it doesn't want to change. Is that what you mean? Yes. And it knows your negative thoughts and emotions. Okay. It knows how to do yes. you as you are right now. So what happens is your intuition wants you to know how great you are as source sees you. Your inner critic wants to keep you where you are. It knows your negative thoughts and emotions. It knows that where you are now, it knows it knows exactly what to do, how to handle it. And and this is negative stuff sometimes, you guys. This is this is definitely negative. It it tells you, no, you're not good enough to go make a million dollar business because I know how to protect you on being making a hundred thousand dollars, not a million dollars. I know how to tell you that you are a victim of some circumstance. I know how to prepare you and to talk to you that you are um, the victim of the pandemic or you're the victim of the real estate crash or you're the victim of a childhood that didn't serve you. You are a victim of this. Your inner, your inner critic knows the turmoil that you are in and it knows how to deal with it. That's what I mean by it knows what to do. Got it. So how you talk to your inner critic is again, you go to your intuition and your inner critic is saying, hey, so let's just say we have some of your listeners on the line that want to grow their business. Okay. Let's just say they're an entrepreneur just because this is what's popping in my head right now. So they want an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and they came from a um, corporate job. Well, their inner critic knows how to do 
a corporate job. They know how to listen to a boss. They know how to collect a paycheck. They know how to do their job. They know how to call in sick. They know how to, you know, not, you know, do what they want to do in Excel. They know how to get promoted. Well, then you move over into a business mindset and you have no freaking idea what you're supposed to do. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm my own boss. I'm my own motivator. I got to make my own paycheck. I pay myself. And your inner critic is like, oh, but you can't do that, Jennifer. You And you're free from this, right? You can't do that, Jennifer, because you don't have a boss. I don't know. Your inner critic is like, I don't know how to help you do all this. So Mm -hmm. it keeps you stuck where you're at. So then you ask your intuition. You say, intuition, I want to grow. I want to do something more. I want more money, more connection, more relationships, more health, more um, anything, anything you could possibly, more connection to source. I want more. And your inner critic is like, oh, I don't know about that. So then you ask your intuition, intuition, what are the learnings I deserve to learn about myself to know that I can want more? So check this out, ladies and gentlemen, check this out. If you can perceive it, you can achieve it. So if you want more and you've thought of wanting more, your intuition says, yes, you can have that. Your inner critic is like, no, you can't. Nope, 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 (laughs) nope. Got it out. But if you can think about it, Jennifer, if you can say, no, I see myself speaking on stage. I see myself a million dollar business. I see myself coaching um, and helping a a hundred thousand women. I see myself doing this. Your inner critic is just asking you to get the learning from your intuition. Your inner intuition is like, yes, you can. Yes, you can, Jennifer, because you know what? Here we go again with the learnings. You're inspirational. You're powerful. You're strong. You're courageous. You're compassionate. You're empathetic. Okay? It's telling you, it's, your, your inner critic is giving you the warning light for you to go get the learnings. That's the power of that. Now, now we have come to our inner ego. That was a big one. I mean, they're all big, but <laughs> is, this, is this your big one? So my big one's the inner critic. No, so- inner critic's definitely my big one. But I just think of the ego, I guess, in general as being the biggest voice. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. Fair enough. So your inner ego just wants to be right. Right. That's it. Your ego wants to, your inner ego. Now there's, there's such thing as the big E ego and the healthy ego. We talk about that, you know, way, you know, you gotta, we've got to tame these other three voices. We've got to get the learnings from these other three voices before we start building, um, into the, into the, um, healthy ego. Your inner ego is the protector. It's the big brother. It's the, it's the, you know, it's the warrior, you know, it could be the, it could be the big sister who's a warrior, right? It's just, it's the big protector. So what happens with your inner ego is it just wants to be right. It's going to dig in and it's going to say, no, Jennifer, this is how it is. You are going to not be a business owner because I have to protect you because business owners can have challenges as they grow their business. So your inner ego digs in, digs in and says, Nope. You, you, it wants to protect you. So then people like listen to their ego, inner ego, and then realize that they're being protected for who they are now. Your inner ego doesn't protect you from who you want to be. And that's where your intuition comes in again. So your inner ego can also protect your inner child. So your, your inner child is going to show up like hurt and betrayed some sadness your inner critic is going to show up in fear and your inner 
ego is going to show up in anger. Okay. Your inner, um, your inner critic can also be guilt and your inner child can also be shame. So those are the emotions, but then there are voices that go along with them too. Right. So if you are, so your inner, if you're speaking and doing things and you have a lot of anger, your inner ego is what's running around in your mind. Interesting. If you have a lot of sadness, depression, guilt, then your inner child is trying to communicate with you. If you have fear and anxiety, your inner critic is trying to talk to you. So those are the emotions that are, because some people don't, they're like, I don't understand what you're talking about. What, what do you mean inner voices? Yet, oh, I feel those feelings. So we want to make that connection, right? right? We were talking about right. the conscious and the unconscious mind. The conscious mind is the, the master of thoughts. The unconscious mind is your emotional mind. So mm-hmm. you want to integrate. You want to see that anger can, is your inner ego talking and the other emotions are the other voices talking. The answer to all of it, Jennifer, the answer to all of it is your intuition. And I get this question a lot. They're like, well, how do you know it's your intuition? Your intuition. Now this is the, the you guys are going to hear me. And then one of your other three voices is going to argue. <laughs> That's okay. Your intuition is always, always, always without question. Never, ever, ever. It is always kind in your mind. It is not always gentle. So here at Genius Unlock, we call that the dead fish moment. You know, Wanda or dead fish. You're like, <laughs> you're like you get, you get like, get smacked across the head with the dead fish. Some of you are experiencing that right now, listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Sure. And you just get your intuition is like it, your intuition will never blame you. Your intuition will never shame you. Your intuition will never woulda coulda shoulda. You woulda you you should have done that. You could have done that. Nope. Your intuition is always kind. Your intuition has to be called upon because then it knows you're, you're listening. Your other three voices, they come out like, I've got teenagers. They come out like, like rambunctious little teenagers. They don't ask. They're loud. They don't do what you say. They're, they're snarky. Okay. That's right. Here's the deal. We don't, we don't want to blame or shame them. We don't want to lock them in the closet. I went to a training once, Jennifer, and they were like, make your inner critic you know, lock them in a cage in the bottom of your brain. I'm like, <laughs> well, I did it because yeah. that's what I thought he was supposed to do because I listened. And then all I did is make it worse. It's probably screaming louder. I wanted to get out. It's part of you. This is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, these four voices are part of you. They have a role. So here's what happens. If one of your three voices is is being your little teenagers, just being snarky in your mind, your inner ego, your inner critic, or your inner child. First of all, we do a lot with meditation. We do a lot with breath work. We want to bring, we want to bring your attention inside because that's what's talking, that's what's talking to you. And then you ask your intuition, intuition, what does this voice want me to know? What does it want me to learn? What is it trying to communicate to me? We never want to blame, shame, or justify why one of our three things are talking. Or three other inner voices are talking because they're part of you. And we never want you to blame shame. You're whole and complete exactly the way that you are. And your inner voices, all four of them have a job. The first three that we've been talking a lot about are for you to be aware that you have learnings to learn about yourself. And the learnings come to you through your intuition. And it allows you to start experiencing yourself as source sees you your definition of source. It's the universe, universal consciousness, God, heaven, whatever that is for you. It's your definition and you are seen through source's eyes and your other, your, your three inner critic, inner child and inner ego 
is to show you, hey, wait, you're not seeing yourself the way source sees you. Your intuition has the answers. So the more you can, first of all, some of you need to discover, right, Jennifer? Some of you need to discover that you even have an intuition. You're like, wait, what? That's right. I didn't realize that that, yeah. wait, what? Okay. And then there's <laughs> That's a real thing. You. Yeah. You're like, wait, oh, I understand. Like you get that intuitive hit, right? You have that thing and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, a lot of people call, those of you that don't really understand too much about your intuition, you might call it luck. You'll be like, ooh, this was a really good day. Most likely it's because you were following your intuition and you were in alignment and your other three voices were they didn't have a job to do because you were in alignment and you were listening to your intuition. Some of you will be like, oh, well, I just had, that was just a random lucky day. I beg to differ. It's no, you were, you're discovering Mm -hmm. your intuition or you get that intuitive hit where you're like, ooh, I just like felt I needed to do that. And it worked out for me. That's not, that's not luck. So if you know that you have an intuition, you've discovered it. Now your next tasking, which is fun, right, Jennifer, is evolving your intuition, Mm -hmm. is really communicating with it, becoming conscious of what your intuition is doing with you, discovering different ways that you can communicate, that you can get those learnings and have a lot more of what you used to call lucky days instead of now setting goals that you actually hit doing things that are in alignment with you, creating possibilities, solutions, creativity. Then when you really are in there, like you're like, okay, this is it. Then you start integrating your intuition. And when you integrate your intuition, you're actually giving your inner critic, your inner child, and your inner ego a new job. They're actually, their job no longer is, let me be obnoxious so you pay attention to me. When you start truly integrating your inner intuition with all of your voices, it will they will be an easy and effortless just fluidity of communication with yourself. And that's where we like to take people. We don't mind where you are in the journey because we all started without knowing we had an intuition. And some of you realize you had an intuition when you were a child and you never lost it. Some of you found it out in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, however, wherever you are. The exciting thing is, is that there's a path for you to discover it, evolve into, involve it, and then finally integrate it. So you're hitting your goals and communicating with your intuition over 80% of the time. And that's our really our goal to start teaching this. So that, yeah. that noise in your head, that chatter, be grateful for it. I've heard you talk about these four voices, I don't know, at least a dozen times, maybe 20 times. And I remember in the beginning, just having my mind blown, like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. There is all this chatter in my mind. Oh, I can learn to amplify and grow my intuition. That's so exciting. And to see myself as source sees me. When I think about that, that totally lights me up. And I do have a question for you. I I think you mentioned that the inner child, uh, that voice, the hurt, the younger version of us is typically comes from our earlier uh, up to 10, maybe 10 years old, Mm -hmm. would you say 14? Yeah. Where does the ego and the inner critic come from? Oh, beautiful question. Beautiful question. So it does come at different times for different people. Your inner critic starts to um, appear when you start feeling, okay, so think about when you, it's maybe your teenagers. So some of you, it's your teen, some of you, it's your 20, but think about the first time 
you wanted to do something and you were told no, yet it was not, not, not no is like a little kid, like don't touch the hot stove. I meant like, if you want to start doing something and then your parents, your teachers, your friends, your community, um, whatever that is, wherever, wherever you are starts to tell, you, no, you can't do that. So where, where is that age? Because then what happens is because you've been doing everything up until this point mm-hmm. and it's been all good. Now you want to go step outside of the box. Now, some of That's this right. is in the teenage year because you want to start expressing yourself when you're, when you're about to leave home. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you are about to leave home, you're, you're going from the family unit into independence. So somewhere before you actually leave home, you start expressing your independence and that's where your inner critic starts coming in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because now you're going against your environment. That's right. That makes so much sense. <laughs> Now you're out on your own, so to speak. So some people it's college. Some people, they, they don't, they don't go through that until they're in their late twenties or thirties. It's all, it's, it, it's all a little relative and there's no good, bad, or it's all just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get into your ego is when you are now solely responsible for your decisions and now you want to be Right. So is that when you do go to college? Is that when you get mm-hmm. your first job? Is it that, is that when you, when you become fully independent, mm-hmm. you are now solely responsible for your own decisions. And what do we, you know, your ego wants to be right because now it wants to protect the decision that it made. Right. You've heard right. That, that cliche, right? Would you rather be right or happy? That's right. Yeah. Right. Because some people will say that, like you'll get in an argument with your with your significant other, and you realize that at one point, and if you really were to look at it, you possibly both could be quote unquote right. So what happens is your ego wants to protect the decision that it made when it was on its own. There's no one else to blame but yourself. You can't blame your parents, your school, or anything like that. So your ego, your inner ego, which is to give you learnings, mm-hmm. the learnings then uh, Jennifer are like, hey. You're creative, you're strong, you're decisive, you're forgiving, you're gracious, you're you're full of gratitude, you're magical, you're spiritual, you're intuitive, whatever it wants you to learn. And then your ego can be like, oh, got it. So it's sort of that progression. Now, some people that can happen earlier in life, sometimes that can happen later in life. And it's not necessarily imperative that you learn about when it started. It's a matter of when are you now willing to listen to your intuition to get the learnings so that they can start forming their new job. Because they're not serving you right now when you're unaware. The moment you become aware, they serve you brilliantly. Brilliantly, they serve you. So no blaming and shaming yourself. That brings me to the next question. I can imagine a lot of people out there are wondering, yeah, but Jen, how? How do I turn down those voices? How do I turn up the voice of the intuition? Just give me the answers. I'll do it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I and I get the how question a lot because people are willing and they're just like, okay, well, how do I do it? Okay. So how do you do you listen to your intuition more and how do you turn down those four voices? Okay. Step one, you're on this podcast because now you're aware. So number one is awareness. You've got to become aware and not just think that's the way that it is. So the moment you become aware, guess what happens, Jennifer? You now give yourself 
choice. And so many people in this world think I have no choice. Well, that's one of your three other voices that aren't serving you. They're telling you, you have no choice. Well, no, they, they're telling you, you have no choice because they want to stay the way that they are. <laughs> Don't so change. number one is awareness. So you can have the choice to say, oh, what do I do? Okay. Second is you've got to be willing to let them go or get the learnings. So here's the other thing. So some people on this line, maybe, probably not this line, but if this ever gets out into the world with other people, not your listeners, there might be some listeners out there and then they say, yes, but, yes, but Jen, yes, but, yes, but you don't understand. You don't understand, Jen. You don't understand. You don't understand. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. They're on there. So you have to be willing to release the right, the scared, the hurt. You've got to be willing to look at it in a different way. Because so many people get so ingrained that they don't know what's on the other side. So then that will stop mm -hmm. them. Okay. So you have to That's be right. willing to get the learnings and then you have to be willing to give them a different job. Again, not necessarily on this call yet. This is just for you guys to be aware. You may run into people who are just the victim of circumstance. There's always something. They are the victim of some circumstance. In their own mind. In their own mind. Right. Yeah. Everything. They're yeah. the victim. So first you got to be aware of it. So now you guys are aware. Then you are got to be willing. And then once you're willing, then you have to do the inspired action step. So what's the inspired action step? That's the how that you're, that you're looking. So you can't skip the first two. You've got to do the first two. This is start going into general big term is called a transderivational search. What does that mean? It means go inside. You have to mm -hmm. be willing to go inside. Now, that can be hypnotherapy. That can be meditation. That could be prayer. That could be quietly sitting in a room. That could be whatever your definition is or whatever your practice is to go inside, okay? And we use meditation uh, um, here at Genius Unlocked. We, med we don't meditate to relax. We meditate to get learnings. I love your meditations for that reason. You always invite our intuition to come out. Our intuition has a gift for us. What is the gift? What does it represent? What are the learnings? It's just, they're just so good. <laughs> we actually, and I would love to share this with our listeners, Jennifer, is that we actually have a four voices meditation that talks about how to turn down the other voices. If, if you'd like right. to share that, um, you can put that in yeah. the show notes. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. And our Genius Unlocked YouTube channel, there's lots of free meditations out there. But again, we meditate to, to discover learnings. We don't meditate just to relax. Now, is there anything wrong with meditation to relax? Absolutely freaking not. If that's what you need to do, you go do it. <laughs> our meditations are designed to do just that, Jennifer. Listen to your intuition. What are the learnings? We actually, ironically enough, Jennifer, you don't even know this. Yesterday, Carson, my business partner, and I wrote a meditation just about how to get deeper learnings. So we're going to be oh, producing a meditation that's going to support you in even hearing your intuition to get the learnings. So what is, so what do I mean by the third step? You got to be willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. That's the work. That's right. The work is doing a meditation, learning how to get learnings, understanding that your intuition is serving you. So some people want the how, but then they don't want to do it. They're like, oh, I'm going to do part of it. Oh, well, no, I don't, I don't do that. And then they go off and then they don't. So if you, if you waver on any of these three, then don't blame or shame yourself. Just go back and say, okay, now, okay, now I'm a little more aware. 
Okay, now I am more willing. Okay, now I'm willing to do more of this. So again, a meditation is a trans-derivational search. It's just about going inside because it's all in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then and then the fourth thing, the fourth thing, that is, which is, believe it or not, one of the hardest things is focusing on what you want. So if you have- like Setting a goal. Setting a goal or just focus on what, focus on- I want to know more and more about my intuition. I want to hear more and more mm, about my okay. intuition instead of focusing on and going back into your patterns. Instead of focusing on what you don't want, focus on what you do want. Focus on, oh, I want to trust myself more. Oh, I want to trust my intuition more. Oh, I want to be able to hear my intuition more. You want to focus on what you do want. So what'll happen, and this is, and again, no blaming or shaming yourself, people. So what will happen is, do we expect you to do all four of these things perfectly as moment you hang up this, or as soon as you stop with this pocket? No, we do not. It's get 1% better each and every day. So become more aware, then be more willing, then do more connecting with your intuition, whatever that looks like for you. For us, it's some it's a meditation and then focus on what you want. Anytime you, you fall off the wagon, that's another opportunity for you to get a learning it is not an opportunity for you to blame, shame, and justify and, and say things to yourself like, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I don't know how. They've been doing it longer than me. Mah, mah, mah. Whatever kind of mah, mah. That's one of your other voices <laughs> trying to keep you where you're at. And what I love about this work and watching you and Carson um, all the time in different trainings and events and things like that is that you are in the work. Like you're not just preaching nope. a message. You're you're doing, you're following, you're saying, Hey, yep. this is where I fell down. This is where my inner critic. Yep. You know, spoke up. And I just love that you're willing to share all of your personal stories because there's no, there's no end game. This is just yeah. life. Yeah. Because we always want more and more. And so we can keep up leveling and up leveling as we explore these, these voices and get the learnings. It's the human experience. There's no accident that you're listening to this podcast. Sorry, <laughs> this is not an accident. Some of you will be like, oh, I just randomly saw this. Not an accident. Oh, my friend told me to listen to you. Not an accident. I've listened to every single one of Jennifer's podcasts. Not an accident. It's you, you brought this experience into your awareness so that you can connect more and dive into your intuition. That's right. And I mean, I could talk to you all day long about this, Jen. I really could. <laughs> but I know you have a special event coming up that can help people take their intuition even deeper. So could you tell everybody about that? Yes. Thank you, Jennifer. And you're right. I could talk about this. I do talk about this all day, every day. <laughs> you um, do. <laughs> I, I literally talk about this for an hour once a week, every single week. And it's like, what are we doing? That's with right. I'm there today? almost every week. <laughs> so what we've done and what we would love to invite you all to is we have what we call our five-day challenge and it's called Keys to Unlocking Your Intuition. So the really, really cool thing about that is it doesn't matter if you're discovering your intuition if you're evolving your intuition or if you're starting to integrate your intuition, if you've done a lot of intuitive work, the challenge can support you in growing even more exponentially faster. Because some of you want speed, right? Some of you are like, okay, Jen, I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. What Now I know how. I want to expedite it. Great. So come join our challenge 
Um, it's five days. It's um, in, and, and Jennifer will give you all the specifics, but what are we doing in yeah, this challenge? It starts March 12th, the 12th through the 16th. 12th through the 16th of March. It's at 9 a.m. to 10.30 Pacific Standard Time. Um, so you guys do the math wherever you're located. Um, and <laughs> what we do is for those 90 minutes, for those five days, is we actually give you the conscious information for you to become unconsciously bring that unconscious awareness of your voices, of your intuition, give you activities and meditations to start developing your intuition into a way that you can trust yourself, believe in yourself, take inspired actions and knowing that you're doing the best that you can. So you are no longer stuck. So you are no longer questioning yourself so you can become aware when the other three voices are having you do things and then get the learnings. At the end of those five days, you are going to have so much awareness of how source sees you that you're going to be able to take that five days and we will, it's exponentially growth for you to set goals, hit goals, realize how powerful your intuition is and how really truly connected you are. You just haven't been consciously aware of it until you take the keys to unlocking your well, uh, keys to unlocking your intuition challenge. So Jennifer, you're going to give them the link. Yeah. And uh, I've attended this challenge once already. I will be doing it again because it's so powerful. It's so good. I will be putting the link in the show notes for anyone who wants to join me. I'll be coaching people on the challenge as well because it's the five days That's of right. training as well as three coaching calls and meditations and assignments. It's it. so much value for 37 freaking dollars. It's about what, what would you say? What would the value be? 750, $800? Oh, easy, easy. easy. That, that. And yeah. the reason that it, let me, let me tell you why the, it's $37. You want to know why the reason that it's $37 is so you can make the decision and you're knowing that you're worth it. Beautiful. You're worth spending $37 to grow in your intuition so you can quiet your mind from your intuition. I mean, by using, by using your intuition to quiet the inner critic, the inner ego, and the inner child, you're worth the $37. It's an investment in yourself. Any of you that are an entrepreneur, it's a write-off. So there you go. Um, those of you who really want, <laughs> That's true. who don't just talk the talk. So some of you are, some of you have in the past, maybe just talked the talk. Hey, I, I, I said I wanted to learn about intuition. Oh, no, don't really. This challenge is for those of you who are who like to walk the walk. Say, hey, look, I'm going to work on my intuition. Okay, now I'm going to go do it. Or this is the first time that you're going to trust yourself to walk the walk. So there's no blaming or shaming if you haven't done it before. This is the perfect time for you to put you first and to learn how to trust yourself, learn how to take inspired action from your intuition to know what is actually going on in your mind and then getting the results that you want in an expedited exponential growth fashion. And I, you guys, I, I know that Jennifer said that, you know, she's, she's been a client of ours and I love that. Yes, definitely friends love being her mentor yet we learn from our clients all the time. And Jennifer is the most, she implements everything. She's willing to dive in and just 
see where it takes her and then get the learnings and move on. So if you ever wanted to connect yourself with someone who's doing the work and has gone from zero to hero in the shortest amount of time possible, you'll want to join the challenge from her because she'll be coaching you through what she's gone through. You'll be hearing from Carson and myself. You'll have inspired action steps and you'll be able to trust your intuition more than you've ever thought possible after those five days. So I encourage you to please, please click the link in the show notes, pay the $37 so that you know that you're worth it and take the inspired action step to come hang out with us for five days. I love it. I was introduced to Genius Unlocked through a five-day challenge. It was a different challenge. It was before this one even existed. That's right. And I have grown, my business has grown exponentially just being part of this community. I, I can't say enough about it. And uh, I just, I just want all the people to come join me. That's right. <laughs> just come on, let's make it a bigger party. If your intuition is telling you this is the time, don't let any of your other three voices talk you out of it. Click the link in the That's show right. notes. Come join us for keys to unlocking your intuition and see the difference between um, when you used to be able to hear your intuition to what you'll be able to do now. So Jennifer, thank you so much for inviting me here to talk about this again. Um, if we don't stop talking about it now, this podcast will be the longest in history because <laughs> we will just keep going. I know. So thank you so much. Your audience is amazing. You're amazing. And I cannot wait to see all of you on the Keys to Unlocking Your Intuition Challenge. Oh, thank you, Jen. It's been my pleasure. I appreciate you being here and, uh, and I'll see you soon. I know I will. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining me, Jennifer Hooper, for this episode of the Soul Urge Podcast. To view the complete show notes from today's episode, please visit soulurgepodcast.com. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to get updates on all new episodes. And last, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to let other listeners know about it. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back next week.